Pra, 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 pra. Too dumb to live, too dumb to die. Spark one out. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Crocodile Jackson, who made this shirt. Fellow tattooer. <laughs> Supported him for a long time. Hell yeah. Love his shirts. It's a great one. It's a good one. I'm going to turn it into a muscle tee in the summer. Ooh, <laughs> It'll have yeah. two eras. <laughs> Yeah, Trinity Infinity. Back at it again. Back at it again. Wednesday. Wednesday. Wicked Wednesday. Yeah, it does. It has a, it has a familiar something to it. That yes, one. a similar <laughs> melody or something in there. Oh, uh, well, yeah. weed seems hard to even jam pack into uh, a single day for us. I mean, I guess all the drugs are probably a little bit difficult, but weed's been in my life the longest, longer than both of you guys. Yeah, God damn, um. you're so much younger than me, and you've been smoking weed longer than me. Yeah. One relationship we are jealous of. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, I started when I was like 14. I remember the first time I smoked weed vividly. Uh, Mowgli's okay. going to come into the shop. Oh, yeah. Come hang um, with me, bro. Yeah, my brother, I remember him standing in the kitchen. I just made myself a sandwich, and he flings open the back door, and he's like, Mare come smoke weed with me oh shit and i'm like no what do you no and he's like don't be a pussy come and like come into the car we're gonna go for a drive and you're gonna smoke weed with me okay and i looked up to my brother so much he had done so much prior to this to get a lot of respect in my life and so i said fine <laughs> <laughs> i got in his volkswagen gti we drove around the little suburban block that we lived in and we parked outside these, all these like beautiful oak trees and we were smoking out of this gold metal pipe which got hot which made me think like yeah. why does anybody make metal pipes ever i know and that's always what you have when you first start too yeah and i feel like he just like first started too like not that long ago and then he was like i need to get married to this <laughs> and then um it basically bloomed our relationship we became best friends because we smoked weed together like every day after school with his friend group and we just became in the same friend group and it was just this huge binding thing for us um and uh yeah the first time i got high i just remember like dropping into a higher dimension of existence and being like this is what's up you know <laughs> this is what's up Damn. and at the time as i've said that period of my life i was like bulimic and, and yeah all of these like horrible problems and weed solved them you know and yeah. when i was i like it dropped me into a place of self-love of being less fractured of being less distorted where i didn't have these intense feelings of s guilt and self-loathing and um i mean just opened up in a whole new life for me and um i've had periods without it i had a couple year periods where i took breaks but um i'm always a better person with it and my life is always better with weed so yeah that's uh, that's a hard thing to yeah. admit for a lot of people for yeah. some reason we yeah. need a love letter this is yeah we, we love letter how did you start uh, went with my friend Kristen and Clea to McDonald's and picked up a dime bag from one of the, you know, kids who sells those sort of things. And then we went, walked somewhere on our road and smoked out of like this piece that Clea had gotten 
in like in uh, what a Canal Street in Manhattan, you know, mm. and yeah, I fucking definitely remember looking in the mirror and being like, whoa, this is something. But it wasn't until like later where I feel like you know the first time you smoke weed, it's almost like you can't fully integrate it or like understand how you're being affected. Yeah, it's kind of like that. But I don't know. Yeah, it's uh been a onslaught of epiphanies ever since you know it's like they don't uh, stop <laughs> totally yeah especially yeah. with sativa like how it drops you and it just like yeah it gets all this energy moving in like this beautiful circular motion it feels like around your head where these creative ideas can start flowing and you think about things in ways you wouldn't think that you could think about them. yeah yeah I yeah mean, i think i've been chasing the dragon ever since that first time yeah, well, so it doesn't feel like that for me, chasing the dragon. It's just, yeah, no, you it doesn't know? feel like, like that at all. Um, yeah, and just like, I just treat it like food, you know? Like, I eat every day and I drink water every day and uh, yeah. I smoke weed when I need to, you know? Yeah. Um, and uh, Isn't it insane that companies drug test for this? Well, for weed, yeah. I like, mean, are you fucking It's got to be me? the most insane. It's the most insane illegalization of anything because obviously it has the it, even mushrooms you could argue like oh it's sc- I get scary it. or what yeah. i don't even know but, <laughs> yeah. I don't even, but weed is really hard to say anything negative that it's really permeating out in society because it's like i'm sure domestic violence rates go down i'm sure all of these things that go up when you drink and do any other drug with weed they go down opioid yeah, overdoses you know, go down i will opioid say dude mara sometimes though when i take an edible and it's been a minute since i've taken an edible i'm like i cannot believe this is legal <laughs> Yeah. anywhere <laughs> yeah. just being so high yeah i mean i feel that way about nicotine i uh i mm. never allowed that in my life until i met you guys yeah. and now i don't have it in anymore but for that period last year when i had like god damn it fucks me up more oh, than anything i'm i'm not just talking about like i'm sitting here being like i'm fucked up guys like i'm laying down every time i take a zip i'm laying down yeah, we're in yeah. public i'm in i'm on mm. the ground laying down you know that's like, my only we know option. what just did. <laughs> yeah. um she okay no she's just on nicotine <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i will say eating weed um apparently and i wish i was more knowledgeable on the subject because i'm speaking about it but um, it activates a different chemical within the weed totally. and it's more psychedelic. THCA. Okay. It's THCA. So yeah, yeah you, if anybody has ever done edibles, they always have their crazy edible story yeah. Whether it was the first time you did edibles or somewhere in your edible journey where you just took too much. And it usually goes like this. I thought it wasn't working. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so I took, took a little more yeah. and then 30 Classic. minutes later, you're questioning if you can still breathe, <laughs> you know, switching over breathing to manual, switching over breathing to manual. Absolutely. No, I remember that like yeah getting so high for the first time on edibles at this house party and just like having to sink into this person's couch and not move there for like i want to say an hour and a half or something just being too high to yeah too high to drive you oh, know? Yeah. <laughs> i had to have people come over and talk to me and oh, it's the first man. time i've ever wondered if i was okay on weed but it only took me one of those experiences to really like get into edibles and be able to handle a lot of them pretty swift off the bat but um I don't know. I, I do. I do love smoking weed. I do love smoking. You know, yeah, I like to fast in and fast out. And I was just talking about that to Cass. And it's nice to have both, obviously, in your radar. Yeah. And I know it's uh, in the long run, not the best thing for your lungs. But man, I don't know. It, it's going to yeah. be hard not to smoke weed. For kind me. of. Yeah, I think. Yeah. And I think it, a lot of it has to do with heat and um, being careful about just like being sensitive to the feelings that you have coming in and understanding that things are going to affect you if you think they're going to affect you and understanding that we're all deteriorating and dying, you know, even if you don't smoke weed, if you don't smoke anything like you're aging right now, you're deteriorating, you're dying. This futile fight to live forever is so silly. Like enjoy your time and make it the best. Mm. You know. Mm. 
Yeah, and a bet- if you like smoking cigarettes, smoke cigarettes. Controversial opinion here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think um, I think weed is such an incredible ad- ally, and it's it's one of those things we always talk about set and setting when it comes to mushrooms or acid or anything else. But I think weed is actually another one that's really important to think about where you're consuming it and what the context is. Like, I think a lot of people are like, oh, I went out and I smoked weed and I just got really quiet. And mm-hmm, it's totally. like, maybe that wasn't the time for you to smoke a heavy indica. Yeah, <laughs> and then they, and then they give up weed. They're like, yes. yeah. I just, and I'm like, don't or, fucking cut her out. Or no. they say it gives you anxiety and it's like, oh, cause you were, you were not some, supposed to be smoking sativas. You know, you wanted an indica experience and yeah. um, you weren't able to control that. And yeah, there's, I mean, there's so much misunderstanding around weed. And I think a lot of people's bad experiences around weed, unfortunately, is just because of societal pressure. It's just this weird guilt that they're not even aware of in the front of their brain that exists about like, oh, I shouldn't be doing this. And yeah. this thing is the devil's weed. So it's going to make me feel anxious or it's going to make me feel these negative things. And really just like psychedelics, it's opening things up and you have to be a better captain when things open up. There are more things to go down you know it's um it reveals you to yourself like the rest of psychedelics as well it's not easy to hide you know i think if you have issues and problems um that you've been trying to ignore on like alcohol it is going to make you feel them because it just like mushrooms it makes you feel into everything Mm. Mm -hmm. you know there is no more separation and compartmentalization it's just this like feeling into everything i think we have just become so averse to challenge you know to like being uncomfortable like there's such an aversion to having like thinking about something or being anxious about something that happened and like i I understand that we want to like find inner peace and maybe not do the things that make us overthink and loops and stuff like that. I totally get that. But there is something to be said about putting yourself in an uncomfortable position, steering the ship and knowing that you have the capacity to do so. That's, I think, where psychedelics, as opposed to you guys, has been so valuable for me. Like, I feel like you guys were like, oh, it was very valuable in a healing sense. And it was in that way for me, too. But I think also partly like I feel like I had such a sheltered existence or something that like for you guys maybe psychedelics was like this great relief and for me i was like devastated that life wasn't what i thought it was because my conception of life was like pretty innocent you know and uh but having like building that strength it's like a a mental training it's it's kind of like exercising totally that's what i I guess attribute to my ability to do so many drugs when I was a younger person because I was in such a like the rest of life was so felt so unfortunate and devastating to me that like these things were always a release and a relief you know Mm. and I didn't have a lot of the fears that I think you can have as like an adult person who loves your life you know I was just like fucking where's the escape hatch (laughs) give it to me (laughs) that's gonna be my story this week when we talk about Molly um but yeah Mm. yeah that's that's very poignant yeah I think uh you know one of the things it's really helped my life so much because like we make films and podcasts and stuff and you know i want to i want to be a good reflection of the people that we're depicting and it helps me listen and uh i think it's why it makes people like my mom uncomfortable like my, my mom when when she smokes weed she just she gets very quiet and uncomfortable she says she doesn't like it because it's forcing her to listen and she's she's so used to like exacting her will on the world and controlling things with the volume of her voice and yeah. the speed of things yeah. and the, the topics of conversation that even come up, she's so used to just controlling it and doesn't yeah. ever go in in a place that she can't control. And then weed comes in the yeah. mix and she quiets down and she's forced to listen. Yeah. And her first instinct isn't to, uh, to talk and, right. and she doesn't like it, right. you know, and I, I've seen that with a lot. Of, I've seen a lot of people come over here and try to hang with us and just smoke like we do. Yeah. 
But I, I mean, what I try to remind people now is like, I have a tolerance. I can do this. It's also your own space. Like when you're in your own space, it's very different. Like I think the best place to like start with smoking weed. I mean, I'm guessing no one who's listening to this hasn't smoked weed, but if we could go back in time, it's like in a safe space in your house, like watching high maintenance, I feel like is my, the, one of my highlight singular alone weed smoking times. Well, I think we, we haven't brought it up with the other drugs because to me so far it hasn't applied, but weed helps sex so much. You know, I, I don't know if uh, I'm very sexual on mushrooms. I have had sex on acid, but it's not top priority. Weed, it's like, oh, yeah, it I think sex to another level. I think that all three of them help in um, profound ways with intimacy because they help with connection and they help with presence and they help with um, some of the fears and anxieties and um, negative distorted structures we have around sex. And uh, if you live in a society, you have a bunch of them. Like we all have a bunch that you have to unlearn. Um, But weed especially, um, I feel like with the presence in sex, because most people that have sex like aren't present these days. You know, we become less and less present over the ages sexually. Mm. Um, and I don't want to blame it all on porn, although like, you know, like it has a lot to do with that. I'm sure it has a lot to do with it. Um, but I think it has more just to do with like the way that humans are evolving and their fear of intimacy and connection and becoming more psychically connected slowly over the years, just like you were saying in, in a shorter period of time. But that's what's happening to humans. And there's all of this incredible fear with intimacy because it's so intense, mm. like the exchange of karma and energy and dynamic and role play and like all of the things that are happening these days for people is like too overwhelming to approach. And with weed, um, it can really bring you down into the moment um, and have you be present with what's getting you excited and stuff. Um, because it, I also think it helps you just as a creator. And of course, like coming and orgasming and getting turned on is an internally sourced thing. It's not an externally sourced thing, just like the rest of creativity. Mm. Um, I remember being in like the songwriters workshop and this girl asking like, what happens when you get bored of like a song that you wrote, like performing it, you know, and uh my teacher just kind of reeling back on her about like, that's what it is to be an artist. Like being an artist is um, rewrapping things into a perspective that's exciting to you. So you should be able to sing the same song in a thousand million different ways. And it should be more exciting the next time because you should be able to uh, view it through a different window. Mm. Um, And I think it's the same thing with people. It's the same thing with kinks. It's the same thing with sexuality. But yet the way that we talk about it, it's always in this victim stance of being like victimized by your own desires and being like, very, it's very like devilish. It's very like always like I'm bound to stuff. I'm bound to people, and you're bound to control and relationships. There's all of this like flesh biting stuff that goes on mm. with humans all the time. So I think yeah, weed really helps you transcend that. Oh, absolutely. It's it's the thing that um, that allows me to do this. Like before I before I started smoking weed, I had such an anxious stomach all the time, and I was I was missing nights sleep like every other night. Like it was hard for me to sleep, and then weed came and just regulated all that. Yeah, it's and, and it allowed me to flourish. It allowed me to fly as an artist and do things that I never thought I could do. Go places I never thought I could go because I would just get such an anxious stomach. I would be more prone to just like wanting to be home. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it just really it just helped open up my whole life. And I've heard other people talk about it. It just doesn't get it. it nowadays, it doesn't get talked about as, or enough because it's so ubiquitous. But just really the things that it's done for people and. I also love that it's one of the few things that uh, it goes with everything for me besides alcohol. Any uh, any other drug gets amplified by weed. Alcohol, if you've had too many, uh, I would I would steer clear. That's yeah. yeah that's when you start getting <laughs> the spins or puke or something. But yeah. there's been no, no other drug that uh, has had a negative effect on me with weed. You know? Yeah, yeah. You could, there's 
I know. And I think that just speaks to weed itself. Like how she's such good friends with everybody and all the drugs and like, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I could like literally cry just thinking about weed and oh, how much I, I love I her. And like, yeah, she really has been my best friend through fucking everything. And, um, I like more funny stories with her than anybody in my life, you know? Yeah. And like, just different, like thinking about like making water bottle bongs when I was like a teenager and like how silly and funny that was. And like going to house parties and being the person that would like do that or make the gravity bong. And, oh um, yeah. Smoking out of apples and then like, you oh, know, upgrading to going to dispensaries. <laughs> like I remember when I was a med patient in Colorado back before it was legal to and like going into a dispensary for the first time. And it was like, Whoa. you know, real Christmas for an yeah. adult, you know, yeah. and like, fuck, we finally made it and drinking like weed soda for the first time. Mm -hmm. and, like um, I'm, I'm going to have a nebulizer at some point soon to mm. smoke weed. And that's really going to feel like, you know, the destiny of weed for me. So <laughs> I'm excited about that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I couldn't be more pro weed, um, <laughs> yeah, on every level. Oh, there's, there's, there's rarely a person I meet that I'm not thinking they should smoke more weed. Yeah. You know, exactly. it, it's, it's just a way of taking your life back. I feel like, yeah. you know, life, th this is what, what I always said. Like if I were to make a weed company, the fucking slogan would just be life should be fun. That's yes. it. Simple. Life should be fun. Yes. And just to speak a little bit to like maybe the propensity to have like guilt about using things outside of yourself um, to get you there. I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, but just like the idea of sobriety kind of being a ridiculous thing, because of course you use so many things all of the time as a human and you have to as sort of part of the human deal and experience to change how you feel, whether it's people or uh, love or sex or food or uh, working out or, you know, you're, you're an alchemical player here, whether you want to be or not. And you have to make all these decisions and, um, you know, weed should be one that you're proud to make. Yeah. What a delusion not ashamed to, make. To, yeah. to think you're fucking sober. Like, yeah, come on. You just switched addictions. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, and look, we talk about addiction a lot and yeah. we have our head wrapped around all that stuff. We're just yeah. kind of having a funny, silly, let's honor the drugs we take all the time type of week because yeah. they get knocked. They get knocked and there's they're so criminalized. There's shame around them. Yeah, and there's shame. Like, yeah. Yeah. I definitely want to be a voice on the anti-shame. <laughs> can, pro, pro can I do some shout outs? Shout yeah, out. please do. Um, so... We have Church of Chill, which is uh, the access to that community is via Patreon. and Patreon.com slash Church of Chill. Patreon.com slash Church of Chill. And that's a community of like-minded motherfuckers, not all, <laughs> as a spectrum of drug users from zero drugs to yeah. more drugs. Yeah. Um, but it's like a really loving community. Yes. And I think at this point I was remembering that we have a couple cool things coming up that I want to shout out in case anyone feels like called to like as it's getting colder and you're inside more wanting to be involved with communicating with people. Um we have a, we started our first book club. Mm -hmm. Um <laughs> yeah, there's a book club on our Discord. So yeah, that's uh November 14th is going to be the meeting about the book we're doing which now which is Charles Eisenstein's The More Beautiful World Our Heart and Snow is Possible. And that book is open source, which I will put in the will put in the description. Um, I read it on my phone in the morning. So awesome! And we also have art club, art group, which we are doing once a month too. Um, so if you, it's worth getting on our Discord and through the Patreon for that alone. 
You yeah, because accountability I, and inspiration in in an art group like fucking incredible. Yeah, in addition to all the other weird shit that's going on on the Discord. Well, and inspiration and accountability, I think, is just like in general what that community brings. Because even yeah. if you can't show up to art group, like it's just a it's just a constant flood of inspiration. That's what the Discord is. Yeah. It's just you know. Yeah, and and a amazing. place to like put your art or then talk about the art yes. that you have done or yeah. want to do. And yeah. I just um I don't know why us talking about weed and I think it's like kind of a foundational element Absolutely. of this community. I'm what we like kind of like is is a a key component to chill to good, oh, to good art oh, <laughs> key component to chill key component to good art the sacrament of the church of chill yeah yeah is, is cannabis absolutely. and we we on the discord we do uh we have a video smoke back, yeah, yeah yeah the backyard smoke sesh so, those so are like, fun and just hang out. I think we're flirting with the idea of maybe making that regular, like a weekly oh, yeah. live smoke session with us too. If that's something you'd be interested in, let us know, like in yeah. the comments or in Sun- the Discord. Uh, like a Sunday know? live thing where we yeah. can interact with you all. Communion, little smoke session, communion. Yeah. So it's all yeah. happening on uh, Patreon.com/slash Church of Chill. Do you want to play us out? This has been a fun Don't one. I ever. We're having a fun fucking week so far. I hope you guys are partying with us. Like Mayor said, November is going to be a little bit. A little squirrely, so. Be easy on yourself. <laughs> Ooh, I could, I could make this into a real song. Yeah. This is a banger. See you tomorrow.